Hello. 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 And welcome to a very ghost-inspired episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. Today is Monday, November 7th, and sitting in front of me, as always, is Darius, Pat, and Steve. How you guys doing today? Shout out. Doing amazing. Today, guys, we are talking about ghosts. That's right, ghosts, spirits, specters, spooks, phantoms, apparitions, and haunts. Do they exist? Why do they exist? And can we actually reach out to them? Pat, do you believe in ghosts? I do. Do you really? I, I feel like I've seen a ghost before. Really? Okay, yeah. we'll get into that later, Steve. I do, but I never see anything. I, I look for shit you want all to. the time, <laughs> and I want to see stuff. And I, Everyone I know is like, oh, yeah, I've seen ghosts before. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen anything, and I love that shit. I know. I'm right there with you. D-Man. I believe in a ghost. Uh, I would love to see one in, in in a physical form. How cool would that be, right? Yeah, I probably should actually pants, tell people. To be honest. All right, the definition of a ghost, according to Mister Webster, uh, an apparition of a dead person that is believed to appear or become manifest to the living, typically as a nebulous image. Whew. Uh, I actually went on a ghost hunt in Florida. Yeah, and it was. Did, did ju- you have to get a license for that? It was just as weird as you thought it was. And our our ghost. For whatever guide leader guide yeah tour guide. He, he looked exactly like a ghost hunter would he was <laughs> creepy as shit but he did tell us three really cool things that stuck to my mind and i have to tell you guys so the first one why do ghosts exist so it's all about the law of the conservation of mass the conservation of energy which states pat that matter and energy can neither be created nor destroyed right exactly so it's Damn. Just, right yeah. So Thanks, physics. So the quantity of mass <laughs> is, quote-unquote, conserved over time. The law tells us that it cannot be de- uh, created or destroyed. So if this is the case, now we're talking about the conservation of energy. In this example, uh, the group called the Tri-County Paranormal, the TCP. You down with TCP? Yeah, yeah you, you know, know me. me. <laughs> <laughs> that was adorable. It states, Albert Einstein said that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. When we're alive, we have an electrical energy in our bodies. It makes our heartbeat and breathing possible. So what happens to the electricity in our body after we have passed on? It's kind uh, of... Elon Musk steals it and puts it in Tesla. <laughs> yeah, true. And those new home batteries are coming out with. Yeah, and the power walls. <laughs> it says it's got to go somewhere, so it goes into our environment. Um, that's why the most popular ghost hunting device is an electromagnetic field detector, EMF. You see them on all the ghost hunting shows. Oh, the, yep. the one with the, the thing. The, the one with the thing and the, and the, and the, the needle. And the, yeah. Yeah. So this one where, like, Egon's walking through. The little meter goes like, across. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's why whenever you, whenever uh, people record voices and things like this, uh, they look for something called an EVP, or an electronic voice phenomenon. So what we did... Oh, I thought it was an executive vice president. <laughs> 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 so what we did is we actually, on the weekends, we tried to do the Ouija board. It was a nightmare because we were nightmare. drunk and silly. And yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit sober. And I tried... <laughs> Darius, I, I've never seen you sober. And I, and I tried I to tried get these to. guys serious about it, and my mother would be so ashamed of me if she even though I did it. But we we did pick up uh, some EVPs. I don't buy this. So an EVP is, like I said, electronic voice phenomena. It's something whenever you're you're you hear the slightest twinge or or voice recording, something that you wouldn't pick up with uh, just the naked. I ear. feel like this is like on those ghost hunter shows, and they like like the leaves rustle, and they're like, "Oh my god, did you hear that?" Okay, well, I'll tell you what, you listen to it, and you tell me. All right. Okay. So Darius, go ahead and play the first EVP. Now they're both the same, just one is a little more enhanced. So see if you guys can pick it up at the bitter end of this EVP. Go ahead. Is there anybody out there? Solid. That wants to talk to us. That wants to say one thing to us tonight. 
Spirits are a tough crowd. Did you guys pick it up at the end? No. No, it's not. I heard Darius. I mean, unless you're talking about us. No, no, okay. I heard Darius. All right, well, the second one, it's... It's real faint. So you gotta and if you're if you're driving in the car, turn your volume up as loud as it can go. Darius, go ahead and play that uh, play that second one. I turn up at the very end. Is there anybody out there? Solid. That wants to talk to us. That wants to say one thing to us tonight. These spirits are a tough crowd. Darius wears <laughs> ladies underpants. <laughs> 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 Did you guys pick that up at the end? Oh my god! I can't believe it. I'm, I'm the total believer now. It sounded like I'm help just, me. It sounded I'm familiar dying. though. Like it might have been someone from my past that said that. Was it like, help me, or help, I need help? What did you guys hear? I think it was Sasquatch, actually. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I can't handle this. Oh, Steve's broken. Can, can I right. play that ending again? <laughs> you know, and that's weird, because I, I just always thought Darius never wore any of it. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of pissed off, because like, when you told me about, like, yeah. Like, yeah, we picked some voices up, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be fucking cool as shit. Yeah. And then now... <laughs> <laughs> Steve, no matter what happened, you just would have screamed what kind of bullshit it was, so that's why I had to do that to you. <laughs> All right, moving on. So question. Why don't we see ghosts during the day? Right? All the movies and they you're scared of the dark. So why why don't we see ghosts during the day? Any any thoughts? Uh they're nocturnal, they sleep during the day. <laughs> it says, Well, if ghosts are energy, uh via so just say like energy radio waves how they travel faster without interference, the same way a man in Southern California can pick up an AM radio station from Washington, but only during the day. It's because the absence of the interference from the sun. It's just how energy travels. Goddamn hmm. sun. We should get rid of that Yeah, sun. we should cut <laughs> yeah, that I'm thing. I'm tired of it, too. We should nuke Who needs daylight? <laughs> yeah, just nuke yeah. it. It's, can we send Bruce Willis up there with a nuke? Yeah. So the last thing my ghost hunting creep guide told me is um, the one thing that Hollywood got right is that ghosts all seem... To float, um, he said. <laughs> okay, so how about this? Does anyone know why? Anyone can? Can everyone guess as to why the ghost would float? Maybe they cannot touch the earth because they don't exist physically. Yeah, they don't exist. world, so they can't. Magnetic waves. <laughs> <laughs> You're just science. Yeah, yeah. science. <laughs> just gotta use that. He science. just science Everywhere. the shit out of that. <laughs> why science? <laughs> so here's why. So ghosts tend to stay back in the time that they died. They're not supposed to have any kind of sense of the present. Basically, the world changes, but they stay the same. So in Gettysburg, right, people would come back and say, wow, that was a great reenactment that just happened. And it's like, we didn't have any reenactment schedule. So they saw an entire reenactment ghost, but they were all floating. But why were they floating? Because back in the day... People floated back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> in the 1800s, that's what you did. The earth was raised a little bit. In which case, weathering brought the earth back down, and but they still believe that they're in the time that they died. Uh, I don't know. If I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Skeptics, all of you. So if I if I don't want ghosts, I can just pile some dirt in my backyard, and they'll all be under the dirt. Then not a bad idea, Pat. I just found a surefire defense for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're gonna move on. When our loved ones pass, people yearn for the opportunity for one last word with them. Maybe it was because we're so de- we so desperately wanted to tell them something, but we never got the chance. Or maybe it was because we missed them so dearly, we give our right arm for one final moment. 
While some remain skeptical, um, others will reach out for an outlet of communication, a conduit, a bridge, or a medium to reconnect with someone in the afterlife. Sitting with us right now is an extraordinary woman. Originally from Central America, she began seeing spirit people when she was only five years old. With this gift, she has helped countless people with her ability to predict the future events, uh, get in contact with those who have crossed over. She has lectured at Duke Cannon University and IUP. She's been featured in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Pittsburgh Magazine, and countless other media outlets. The incredible and the lovely Reverend Marjorie Augustine Rivera. Thank you very much. Marjorie, how are you feeling today? I'm really good. Okay, well, let me start out by saying how brave you are just coming to some stranger's apartment with uh, four, four men you've four never met before. Four dudes I've never met before. <laughs> that is a recipe for murder. <laughs> but I guess you would have seen that coming, right? I would have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking about that on the way here. <laughs> Marjorie, we can't thank you enough. I'm just going to shut up now, and I'm going to uh, let you do your thing. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you guys a little bit about how this works for me so Ready? that you'll understand. Cool. Um, for me, this is always a demonstration of my faith. And so what happens is that I believe that the soul is continuous. I believe that the soul exists past the physical transition that we often call death, but that it exists forever. And I like to use my mother as an example when I say this, because if my mother were to die out of her physical body today, her spirit would live on to bitch again tomorrow. So what I always like to think is that if the soul exists somewhere, it's going to have something to say. And so I just make it my business to listen. Mm. And for me, this is somewhat of a gentle process because um, I want to prove that there basically that there is an afterlife and there you know there's a lot of media misrepresentation about what the afterlife is like and they make it seem kind of scary but for me it's not really a scary place it's an uplifting one and so I always set my intention to be of service in some capacity whether it's to you or whether it's to your loved ones who are on the other side but I like to think that anybody that you have ever loved who is no longer in their body has the ability to try to make me say what they want to say on their behalf so I become kind of like a ventriloquist dummy for them sometimes it's cool other times it's weird and creepy <laughs> but you know I'm willing to look like a fool so it doesn't really matter all right I have to say a little prayer if that's okay I'll Go just say it, it inside sure. okay okay so the very first thing that happens when I start to tune in is um a woman and she made me feel like I don't know she was a little bit older and um, she's giving me an S name uh, she could be Susan or Shirley or Sandy or something like this and um, she made me feel like uh, she came from a large family and or she was part of a large family and I want to say that she also makes me feel like Either it was her or someone else that, that was close to her and that is with her there on the other side had difficulty with their lungs. So who understands the woman that Susan or Sandy or Shirley and had problems with their lungs? You're, <clears throat> you're probably, uh, I'm assuming you're going to talk about Shirley. Uh, that would be uh, someone who lived with us, my mom's best friend, who was my second mom, and she did pass away from cancer. Okay, thank you. So... Almost immediately, she uh, surrounds me with two things. She's very earthy. So she has a lot of green energy around her and a lot of brown. It's like uh, the 
the way that she makes me feel is almost like a pine tree. Like, like you know, oh, did you see the Eaton Park commercial at Christmas time where oh, the yeah. tree commercial. like dips Everybody down? Loves Everybody loves that commercial, commercial yeah. right? <laughs> so she showed me this, and it's like she had this big pine tree that's superimposed over you and her. Like, you helped her, but she helped you. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. And she makes me feel very uh, excited because she gets a chance to say thank you because you went out of your way to help her. All right, well, about... Jesus. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> About six months ago, my mother told me a story of, we called her bees, by the way. Okay. Uh, and whenever we, she was dying, she was very sick, <clears throat> and she came downstairs, and bees was awake when she was supposed to be asleep, and she was staring up at the star and the Christmas tree, and she said, bees, what are you doing awake? And she said, I just wanted to watch it blink. Yeah. That there sounds like go. bees. Yeah. yeah, especially because that whole commercial was about picking up the right. star, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm going to say that's pretty convincing evidence that that's a shared memory that the two of you had. And it's her way to say, hey, guess what? I'm still alive. You know, it's her way to let you know that she's still with you. And boom, she makes me feel like and right here, like she's always very close to your heart because she was very fond of you and you were very fond of her. She was the bomb. Thank you. She was the bomb. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So she gives me a great feeling for you. Now I'm going to go on to the next person. And um, so this particular person is a gentleman makes me feel like he was very hardworking and blue collar. And um, I I see him. There's something about him that reminds me of that actor, Kevin James. You guys know who I'm talking about? Yep. The one who played the King of Queens or whatever. So he has like a stockier build. And um, he was very blue collar as well. And there's something about him that makes me feel a little unstable. So I don't know if he had too much medication in him. He had diabetes. He had something that made him like immobile towards the end. I don't know why I felt like he couldn't walk or he had bad hips or something like that and everything in me feels uh, complicated I I don't know so I think he had probably multiple organ failure or or lots of different systems that shut down although I'm not sure that he's a relative to one of you guys I kind of feel like he might have been a family friend or a neighbor so do you guys understand this heavyset gentleman who had like multiple organ failure who was blue collar and again like very um like rough hands like he would have been a guy who was like really rough no nothing nothing for me nothing Nothing for me follows so when he gives me uh something what did you did you guys just do? He just, uh, went I just made the wire. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking it was him. It's from the spirit world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. So whenever I do technical malfunctions, <laughs> she's I'll over do, here freaking out. Right. I'll do gallery demonstrations and something will happen and I'll go, was that inside or outside people? And, you know, I always have to get buy-in because I never really know. And so this guy, he made me feel like he was very blue collar. So this means he could have been, you know, in the construction field or a bricklayer or worked in the steel factory but he was heavy set not like not real heavy set but like I want to call him barrel chested and there's something about um an m name either Michael or Matthew but there's an m name in connection to him and this could be his son it could be him it could be his brother for all I know but it, he gives me the m connection please Nothing you just me. don't know. Sorry, Marjorie. We want to. We want to connect. Yeah. We, uh, we want to see what's going on. Got to move past him. Okay. 
Well, he's not going away. Hmm. I see. Here any, we go. Any chance, she's in the room. Any chance it's her? Come on, honey. Come on, Dutch. Uh, oh, I guessed appearance. Sometimes that happens too. So tell me how you understood the things that I said. Well, my grandfather, he was a hardworking man. And towards the end of his life, he went into a coma for 10 years. Mm, that would make him very immobile. Mm-hmm. And what was his first name? His first name was um, Paul. Okay. And where would the M name come in in connection to him? His last name. Yeah. Oh, thank you very, very much. And then also, will you tell me uh, just one other thing? And that would be about the multiple organ failure. I really can't tell you much there. He was just in a coma and bedridden for 10 years. So there were failures, but I'm not too sure about. I will ask for some more information and for something else that might pertain to him, if that's okay. Not from you, but from him. You looked at me like, well, what am I supposed to tell you? <laughs> okay. That's all I got. So, <laughs> no, so this is what happens inside for me. Um, you know, he gives me this feeling like his physical strength, um, when it diminished, like before he was uh, sick and bedridden, uh, his physical strength when it diminished was a, a like a, a thorn in his side like he hated the fact that he couldn't take care of the family the way he once once had and everybody would understand this it like made him cranky and a bad patient sounds like the Russian family <laughs> well, he, from what I was told he wasn't the nicest man <laughs> see yeah well thank you I, I can totally understand that because that's how he comes across as how he remembers himself do you see mm-hmm. but he also gives me his feelings of like you know well I did the best that I could I just don't I just don't necessarily think he was trained perhaps to be uh, smooth he was always rough around the edges it was kind of like his calling card mm-hmm. do you see I don't know what happens when we pass away, but I do know, like, I don't know everything, but I do know that when we get there, we have the opportunity to do some sort of retrospective about how our actions affected those that we were supposed to love. And how he comes through to me is just that I wish I had left a better legacy or a better uh, way for people to have remembered me. So if you wouldn't mind to pass along the message that he's okay, he's in a much better place, and he's very peaceful, it would be helpful to him. Okay? I will. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. That's it. Um, okay. Let's see where we go. So I see next a gentleman, and he shows me himself um, being in a military uniform so this man who comes through was a veteran for at least part of his life and um i don't think that he would have retired from you know like like made a lifelong military career or what have you but he showed me him being in a uniform and then he made me feel like he would have had like some other sort of job and he would have had a family and then he was giving me um some sort of a connection to a c uh initial my so grandfather's 
name was Carl. Thank you very much, because I was going to say Charles or Carl. Okay, and this is the thing that he made me feel almost was like I had to give you salutes because he's like, I miss you so much, okay? And then he made me feel like connected to you in several different ways because he's like, he goes to protect you wherever you go. And he said that, that you are, um, that you like to push the envelope, that you're like, one that you like to like live a little on the edge. <laughs> Get that. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so funny. And then the thing that he had said was because you like to live on the edge, he has to like you keep him busy. <laughs> right? That's funny. And so I think that you the I saw a bumper sticker once that said never drive faster than your angels can fly. <laughs> okay. Well, so yeah, not slow down so much, but just be aware that someone's trying to tail you <laughs> at all times. Yeah. And so that he goes with you, okay? Okay. And then um and thank you very much cuz he made me feel like um you are you have a similar spirit to him. Like people have probably told you you're a lot like your granddad. It's funny because I never actually got to meet him. He died like a few months before I was born, so uh-huh. it's, I've only ever just seen pictures mm. of anything of him. So that's the same thing that happened with me and my granddad. He passed away before I was born, but I feel like I know him really well. And this guy, he's very proud of you. So I'll give you awesome. that. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the next person is also a gentleman, but he's a next. He's a, he's a next gentleman. He's a younger gentleman. And, um, wow. So it's, it's funny because I think either he had alopecia or he lost all of his hair. And, um, um, if he, no, he's like, I didn't have alopecia. He just lost all of his hair. I'm (laughs) going to say, I think this is either leukemia or cancer of some sort. And, um. Exactly yeah, we think we think we know who I this is. Who. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think you got this one. All right, um, so I'm gonna continue on uh, and careful, listen to him. Careful, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, go what? for it. No, he, the, wait, don't say that because he's like he's joking that he's the jerk. Yeah, That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> he said, um, mm. "Okay, so a couple of things." He said that um, he was a t- he was a team. We were a team. And um, so that means that you guys worked together in some capacity or you acted as a team in in some community. And um, he said he still has your back. Um, But he made me feel like it was probably even more than one team. You guys understand this, right? I I think I do. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm going to have to assume at this point you're referring to my cousin Ryan, who uh, he just passed away uh, with cancer, and he did. He lost Lose his, his hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. His eyebrows. Had, uh, okay. uh, Never Retreat Foundation dedicated S- to him. But S- S- Okay, so this is what he just said. Thank you uh, for validating that. And um, so he said a couple of things. Um, he said, oh, man. Okay, so he said that his... Um, not reputation, but his legacy is very important to you. Like you, like it was a it was a bonding sort of thing. Like he inspired people. Yeah. And he said that um, 
he said it's funny how he's like it's funny how you you do like stupid shit together when you're a kid and then he's like and then you grow up and he said and i'm still the one that's the coolest He's very, very funny. Um, he used to love to say, let's get weird. Yeah. Let's get, I have that on a t-shirt. Oh, really? I do. <laughs> He's super cute. Now, I have to talk about um, his... So, I don't know um, if he, like Steve, has tattoos or had tattoos, but he's showing me tattoos. I can I can get tattoo speak. I mean, I got them too. But he's making me understand that with him, correct? Yes, he does. He has tattoos. Um, when he got them when he was sick? He sure did. And a lot of other people got tattoos as well uh, awesome. in memory of his name. Thank you very, very much. Okay. He makes me feel like you guys need to know that when we go into the spirit world, we don't take our bodies with us. You know, it's just kind of like the same thing that they say about the cars. You can't take it with you. (laughs) And so if you don't take your body with you, you also don't take suffering with you. So he's okay. He's okay. Thank thank you. Thank you, Marjorie. You're welcome. He said to tell you that, you know, he'll... <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> he said... He went like this. He was like, I got my eye on them. And he was like, tell them, and especially when they're doing things they're not supposed to be doing. And then he said, he said, have a big beer for him. And he said, this will make him so excited because he wishes that he could be here and go drinking with you. And he said, oh, yeah, there you go. You have a beer right now. Yeah, have that. We got your eye. Here's to you, Ray. Cheers, buddy. He said, this, he said, you know, God is, he said, God gives us proof of his existence all the time, and it comes through beer. (laughs) (laughs) Beer, pizza, and women. So there you go. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. I guess there's no way I could talk to him. You're talking to him now. You can tell him anything you want. He can hear you. Just, uh... Tell him he's a he's a he's a jerk. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Marjorie, uh, tell him he's a jerk, and that I and the rest of his family, especially his mother, father, sister, and brother, miss him uh, dearly. Thank you so and much. And tell him that I don't miss him even a little bit. Don't <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean. Okay, I'll tell him. Well, so he can hear you, and that's the whole thing. Is that, and one of the things that I would love to have you guys know is that your spirit people um, are around you probably way more frequently than you think. And they'll often tell me things that you've done, tell me things that you're doing, and tell me things that you're going to do, which I always find absolutely fascinating. Um, Because I think that they, because they're in a different place and a higher vibration than we are, have a higher perspective than we do. And so lots of times they'll tell me things that you don't even know yet. And I'll be like, that's so cool. And then um, in this particular case, one of the things that he was making me feel is that you guys... um, It was almost like I could, I'm in the car and I'm listening to all this radio, all the music on the radio. And and I know we're on the radio here too in some capacity. It's like different capacity, but like he was making me feel like you should hear him in your music. And then. Oh, wow. Come on. Oh, wow. Come on. Ryan was in a band. He was in several bands. He wrote 
all his music. He was super talented. Thank you. And he's we listen to his music every time we go to one of his events or parties. Awesome. And like that. I love that about him. You are something special, Marjorie. I don't Either that or one hell of a, a con artist. I can't tell, but you <laughs> seem like you know what you're doing, and you this are sending unreal. chills yeah, crazy. up and down my spine. Well, some t- some people have a better um, communication ability than I would say others do. Just like when you walk into a party and there's a whole bunch of people in a room and you see one person across the room and you're like, man, that's my friend right there, <laughs> you know? And then you go and you talk to them and you're like, at the end of the night, you're like, we're friends forever. Like some people are like that in their spirit bodies as well. They come and they just start talking to you and you understand them right away. That's exactly how they all met me same day. They said, mm-hmm. dude, you're my friend. And then they said, dude, you're my friend forever. And look, they keep sticking around. I've never said either I've of never those. <laughs> that's 100% false. <laughs> Let's bring back Ryan. I like talking to him a little better. He has um, he has uh, a thought that he wanted to share is that he often goes in the car with you guys. So I don't care where it is that you're going. He likes to tag along. And because he has a bit of a nebby side to him, this is how he catches up with you guys. And then he says that when you get there, he'll be there waiting for you. Just so you know. Unbelievable. Thank That's you. awesome. That's Thank you, Marjorie. Ridiculous. Amazing. Okay. So, um, if I you get me one more time, I'm going to cry. So, <laughs> if you could, literally anybody else, please. It is my entire um, mission in life is to make the boys cry. Please do. I'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, extra money to make them cry. Get a little teary. Can't there. tell if that's from your super good looks or your. <laughs> so, I will ask for the next person, and um, and this is what I feel. So, I make connection. Uh, to a woman, and you guys haven't been very receptive to the only other woman that I brought through so far. Well, women don't like us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> but this woman does, and uh, she makes me feel like she is uh, someone here's aunt, and um, and she has a very uh, gentle, um, sweet kind of nature to her, and um, I feel like I have a connection to an M name with her. So it could be Martha or Marietta or something like this. But she has the M name connection to her. And she is very, very big hearted. Like I feel like she would do anything for anybody. But she also has a little bit of like a sassy attitude to her. And um mm. I'm not entirely sure how she passed away. She's not giving me that yet. So she's one of these people who you kind of have to, like, earn her trust before she's going to spill the beans. So who connects to It could be my great Aunt Mary. Your great Aunt Mary. Um, So let me tell you that if this is your great Aunt Mary who I'm connecting to, um, she literally made me feel like there was something sitting on my chest. And so I don't know if that meant that she had heart problems or she had a heart attack or something like yeah, that, congestive heart failure. Yeah. Thank you. And that um, then also she has a bit of a funny attitude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's she makes she's a me bit feel of a character. yeah, like her personality is much bigger than her body, 
And um, and the way that she comes across is like she was always telling somebody what to do. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was her. Thank you she very a, much. She was a sassy little Dago lady. Yes, that's exactly how she feels. She gives me um, her uh, connection to you uh, in that uh, she says that she worries about you a lot because that's her, that's her thing. You know? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so like when she was here, she would have been like, you know, now you make sure you eat every night and you go to bed by 9 o'clock because you've got to get some sleep. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and she's still a little bit that way there, too. And I want to tell you that everything about her, she's giving me her blessings for you because she's saying that you you are a guy who loves to have fun and that uh, you know basically you you try really hard like you work hard so that you can play hard but mainly it it's like you know how people have that attitude like you know i live to work or i work to live she's yeah. saying you work to live yeah okay and that everything that you do is so that you can get to the weekend. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 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 Or just the middle of the week. At this point, Tuesday. So, as she said to tell you that um, you come from a whole line of people who are just kind of the same way. Like, they were hard workers, but mainly it was because they wanted to be able to get to the point where they could do nothing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and um, so she Unfortunately, said... Unfortunately, not many of them made it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And she said to tell you that she loves you and that she misses you. Okay? Thank you. You're very, very welcome. So um, I'll tell you one little thing before I um, move on to hopefully what will be Darius's person. <laughs> yeah. um, is that when they come from the spirit side... I don't always see what they look like. Sometimes I see them, sometimes I feel them, sometimes I hear them, and sometimes I just know that they're there. In this particular case, she made me see aspects of her, but mainly she made me see what she wanted to say to you, which is always kind of an interesting experience to me because they never say, like, they, never, they don't lean in and go, oh, my name is Mary. They lean in and they right. give me an M in my belly. Like she made me see the M right here. And it's the weirdest feeling, but it's kind of cool at the same time. Yeah, that's a little creepy. <laughs> cool, but creepy. <laughs> cool, but creepy. That's the story of my life. <laughs> that, that should be Sean's nickname in high school. That's, that's that's cool, that should be your tagline, really. Cool, right. but creepy. Cool, but creepy. <laughs> so, okay, let's go to the last person who I think um, may be... Um, for Darius, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> or you might not get one today. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Well, you know, and I'll tell you one thing. Um, lots of times what happens is when I go to like parties and I do personal sessions and stuff, because I'm on a somewhat limited schedule and I only have a certain amount of time to get to like one person or another person because everybody has somebody that they're thinking about talking to mm -hmm. so i'll bring through the first two one or two people and i'll go if these people are too far back from your family tree and you don't want to talk to them then that's okay and then if there was somebody that you were hoping to hear from i'll snag them for me the process is just about the same because if you think of them or they come to me it doesn't matter because they're all here so what happens to me is then i start to feel something about them and then they'll let me um, convey, you know, something that they want to show you, okay? And what she did in, in my mind as soon as you said some sort of reference to her was that she made me feel like she was 
just literally the strongest woman like she could take on anything and she made me feel like more often than not even up until the time that she passed like you would be able to ask her for anything and she would she would always make sure that you had what you needed yep and she said that that nail yeah that is right there (laughs) yeah and do you i don't know why she just showed me uh just like in a light-hearted way smacking you in the back of your head I mean, I was bad back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was actually me. I smacked him right in the back of the head. She made me feel like she was um, somewhat strict with you. Yep. Yeah, that is uh, that is true. And and that she really placed a focus on your education or what have you, and she didn't want you to be um, a, a stereotype or something. Like she wanted you to make something of yourself. Yeah, yeah, I I agree there. Yeah, she definitely put me through. Uh, made the sure ringer. I got through school, got through uh, college, and got a job and everything. Yeah, and she also made me feel like um, she wanted you to know that she knows like what you're doing in your life, and that she's very happy for you, and that she is around you every day, all the time. And then yep. she put down these beautiful little roses in front of me and made some sort of connection that you would understand, like her and the flowers or her and the roses. Please, what is that, please? The, um, what are they called now? I'm trying to remember. They're flowers. Flowers, yes. <laughs> but they're, they're certain, she they're, just said the word there. They're the, the white color petals, like the off cream white pe- color. Where you blow them and they Wait, blow. Them. You just you just said it. Lilies. Yes. Lilies. Yeah, what, lilies. what about the lilies? That was just her favorite style of flowers, like the color and just she, there was there was always lilies around all the time. <laughs> Thank wow. you. So oftentimes you may smell them when she's around. That's what she's saying. You'll smell her flowers when she comes to visit with you. Okay. So pay attention because if all of a sudden you just have this like. You know, just tiny little memory of a whiff of flowers in your head. Mm-hmm. Don't go, did somebody turn on an air freshener? Just be like, that's my mom coming <laughs> to visit. Okay? And she was showing me herself dancing. So I don't know why you would associate her to dancing, but this is what she showed me. Yeah, she was a dancer at uh, weddings all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she, cut a, she cut a mean rug. Yeah, <laughs> she circles around her son. There he is. Sure <laughs> she was a show of the party all the time. Thank you very much. She still is. And so she tells me to give you her kisses and her love. Okay? Thank you. And thank you. Okay, fellas. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Yeah. Marjorie, I, I can't thank you enough. You got like uh, 10 more minutes to stick around and yeah. we can ask you a couple questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, sorry about that. I know you had uh, pet allergies, I heard. Oh, yeah. So I, I do have a black cat, but I killed her. She's dead now. <laughs> oh, good thing, because I would have had to do it when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you picked up any loud squealing, that <laughs> may, may have been tipsy. Um, how's uh, Sparkle, by the way? You have a... Yeah, oh, you, do a you have a spit water out right I there. I almost did. <laughs> um, yeah, Sparkle is my little dog. She's good. 
And Pat just told me. I was like, well, she has allergies, but she has a dog. But uh-huh. Pat, what? Aren't Pluto's hypoallergenic? They are. It's hair, not fur. They are. That's yeah. exactly why. No, I, I watch a lot of Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> so I read you were born into a family of healers, uh, shaman, medicine women. What was life uh, like for you growing up in Panama? Well, I grew up here, so life growing up in Panama was pretty non-existent. <laughs> good, <laughs> job, good job, good job. Well, it's from a website you created, <laughs> but what do, do you, I know? When right? do your research? So my family, you know, I had great connection to my family, but I lived here. Like, my dad is... A, Where were you born? I was born in Panama. Okay. Yeah. and But my family <laughs> is still there. Okay. So and you moved to, to here... Precisely. Very, very quickly. All by myself at like two years old with my packages. They just said <laughs> me to hurt me, Marjorie. <laughs> they just trying to understand you. <laughs> they just put her on a burro and I sent her north. Right, exactly. That was exact. Me and the burro, we headed up here, and then I just started selling coffee beans on the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That was a legitimate question. <laughs> that was an illegitimate question. It's funny. I'm, I don't mean to be irreverent, <laughs> but I do. Irreverent. I see what you did there. Wow. <laughs> you're re- oh, you're good, you. Can we replace Sean you. with Marjorie from now on? <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> All right, how about this? Okay. When did you first know you had the gift? I was five. And were you scared? Were you panicked? No. Were you happy? What? Well, okay, so um, my grandmother, so like, you know, two sides of your family. My dad's family is Irish Catholic, and my mother's family is Kuna Indian. And so all through... Perfect mixture. I, bipolar. So we, you know, my mom's family, like it all was on her side of the family, and then we come here to live with my dad's family. And my great-grandma passed away when I was five. And everybody was so sad. And we had to go to the funeral. And I'm standing there. And I'm like, why are you guys so sad? She's right there. Oh, man. man. That sounds like a movie. Yeah. So I could see her and talk to her. And then she would come to me and talk to me about all the different members of her family and who I could trust and who to stay away from and who drank too much. And who was doing? Who was fighting in the bathroom? All that kind of stuff. Like it was, it was, it was an interesting way to grow up, you know, to always kind of have like a heads up on what was going to happen, you know. That's insane. Okay, That's can we just can we get all the immature and the questions out of the way, get, just to separate you from like the psychics the, we think all about? All the amateur hour questions, <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay. All right. How about this one? Why don't you just get the lottery numbers and become a millionaire? I bet you've never you know, heard that before. That was funny because I was talking to my one friend about that. On the way here, as a matter of fact, she <laughs> and said, you knew he was going to ask. You oh, that. I know, <laughs> no, I know. I got a little clairvoyance myself. She actually, she said, "What would you do if you won uh, the lottery?" And I said, "I wouldn't do anything different. My night, my life would not change in any shape or form, because it is exactly how I want it to be." I bet she would turn us down in a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> <the lottery>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this one? Can you read minds? Uh, I bet you get that a lot. No, I, I don't think I can, and I'll tell you why. Because I, I think, first off, I probably wouldn't want to, you know? Right. Yeah. And Especially yeah. his mind. He's been thinking about child pornography since he sat down there. <laughs> right. Since I was born. <laughs> it is because I look like a child. I understand that. <laughs> Every time. How do we make her a permanent part of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you use a crystal ball? Sometimes I like them. No shit. I really? do. They're really cool. If you've ever looked at them, they're fascinating and they're really beautiful. Do you see things in them? 
Uh, no. I mean, I just kind of look. <laughs> just for show. I, yeah. Right, yeah. it is. Like I, just look, I just look at it and go, oh, I think this is what's going to happen. Like, it's just, you know, a prop. Fair enough. What are your thoughts on the Ouija board? I have a t-shirt that says the amazing magical mystifier or something like that, but I'd never used one. You've never used one or you never will use one? I never have and I never will. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that um, those, they kind of are a portal to like what can be really negative. Oh, yeah. And the people that come to me, I have it a parameter that's set that if you're going to come to me, it has to be about healing. It has to be that you want to tell somebody that you love them or that, you know, there's some continued reason to talk. Like, not just to come to scare somebody. Have, I wouldn't want to do have, that. Have any of the spirits tried to get around that and yeah, do bad things? Or I am like say very, bad things? very bossy. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you're like, nah. Hold um, up. No, right. not happening. Right. No. Right. And I have a husband Take that that's out of here. somewhat like a pit bull. Come through. Come through. <laughs> yeah. You're like the know, guy at the front of the club with the list. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Right. Exactly. I don't see your name right. on here. You... <laughs> out of here. Right. Exactly. So they don't really bother me. Okay. Do you ever get surprised or is that completely ruined for you? Um, I hate surprises. Right? Because <laughs> I feel like if you got me, if you got surprised me, you got under my radar. And, <laughs> and then it'll piss me off. They snuck through. Like, they didn't, yeah. did they weren't do? on the list and they got through. Right. So exactly. That's why. Skeptics. Okay. Probably surrounded by them. Maybe even a few here. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad we decided to wait till after to do these questions. Um, but uh, I would imagine this makes your job difficult at some point. How do you deal with those kind of people? You just I've had to deal with them. Sure. And, um, you know, I know that there are lots of people who are skeptical. And I, uh, I have to have a healthy sense of skepticism as well. And then I think about people who, are, who do jobs like electricians and plumbers and computer programmers or coders or people like that who do things that I have no idea what the hell they're doing. Did, did you, you just nailed all of our yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you mean to do that? Because now you're just freaking us out. <laughs> so, you know, you guys all do things that I can't do, you know? And everybody has a skill and everybody... Uh, I could say... I don't understand how current electricity works. You know, I don't understand how when you turn the flip on the switch, it works. And so I don't believe in that shit. Do you see what I'm saying? That makes sense. It's yeah. just yeah. as yep. easy. I don't believe in it either. Right, right? exactly. We, don't, we, don't, we tend to not believe in things we don't understand. Right, exactly. That's the whole premise of it all. And so when and I, I've been doing this for 20 years now, and it's my only job. And it's been a wonderful way to make a living, helping people understand what I do. So I try to make it as transparent as possible so that it demystifies it. Well, we're certainly going to get your name out there. You've been doing it since 2000, correct? Mm -hmm. You were prof or doing it full time. I've been doing it full, full time, time since, since 2000. Then. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have to imagine a, a positive effect on the people that you know and love, but it's got to have some negative effects. Yes. My sister uh, w refuses to play trivia games with me. <laughs> she calls Come it the psychic shout-out. She'll go, do not even dare to roll your eyes because that's when you're doing it. I know it. And then she won't play with me. 
Ever. I wouldn't play with either. That's yeah. insane. That's that's <laughs> cheating. That is complete cheating. No, I've, I've read the rules of Trivial Pursuit. Nothing There's says you nothing can't contact the spirit it. world. Yeah, it's <laughs> not in there. So some it's weird ass of the audience, I guess. <laughs> and how about uh, relationships? Does it does it interfere with that? I mean, you know, your significant other or your date says, "Hey, I'm gonna make some. My band's gonna make it someday." You're like, "No, yeah. that's actually not." Yeah, guess what? No. So I was married <laughs> once. And um, when I met my husband, um, I told him, you know, what I do and everything. And then I thought to myself a little bit later, who marries a psychic and then thinks that they're slick enough to cheat? No way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So either he thought I wasn't what I said I was or he thought he was an escape artist. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but you have to admit it's kind of funny when he says I'm going to the gym. You're like, ah, come yeah, on. Yeah. Hey, what do you think no, I am? Jim means Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> so. And his name was Jim. That's weird. Uh, so is it something that you can kind of turn off? Like, I imagine there's times where you don't want spirits contacting you. Yeah. Uh, there. That is probably the most frequent question that I get. And the answer to, me, to to that is the same thing as I said about um, how do I maintain, like, balance in my life. It's kind of because I'm bossy. Okay. And so if a spirit was trying to talk to me and I was in the shower, I'd be like, come on. Give yeah. me five minutes. Yeah, right, yeah. Come on. Relax. Later. <laughs> this is my house, you creep. Like, I, I deserve a little privacy. So. It's like whenever a spider tries to come down from the ceiling and you're in the shower, like, no. <laughs> no right. Not, yeah. not right now. Please. No, no. Please. No. Yeah. I've got time for that. Um, so my last question, unless you guys have anything, is... Um, if you could turn it off uh-huh. forever, uh-huh. would you do it? I think I'm grossly underqualified to do anything else. <laughs> so, probably don't want to cut off my might be stream most, of income. That's the most honest answer to any question I've ever heard. I mean, I've tried to have other jobs. I just really suck at it. So, I'll stick with this. <laughs> Great answer. Yeah. Barger, you're amazing. You got five more minutes for us? Sure. Okay, we're going to play a quick game. It's called Fact or Fucked. Can we say that with Reverend? It's F-U-C-T. 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 So it's not so actually it's, it's like, adorable. It's like not. fuck tape. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Marjorie. <laughs> she knew you were going to say that. Yeah. So we're going to play a very <coughs> psychic-inspired version oh. of, of Fact or F-U-C-T. So does that mean, yeah. so does that mean okay. we have to guess the question? Fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Jeopardy now? Is like psychic what is? So we're going to play uh, Marjorie versus you guys. Okay. okay. All right. She's Marjorie and Darius. Yeah. Marjorie and Darius. You're going to ask her already. Oh, do you already know these? Okay. You just go ahead. Okay. Here's the answer. <laughs> A jar of almonds. Seven furry no. rabbits I made and lemoncello. I made these all very psychic proof, so you okay. couldn't read them. Okay. Uh, Darius. So I'll answer first. You okay. answer first, Darius. The first appearance of the word boo in print was in 1738 in which author Gilbert Croack defines it as a word that is used in North Scotland to frighten crying children. Fact or fucked? I'm going to go fact. What do you think? Marjorie? I think it's fucked. It's fact. Oh! 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 
I never get the first one Superheroes one, psychic zero. He never gets these right, and he beats the psychic. That's awesome. He has never gotten one right since he started playing this game. He's more in tune with the boo. That's what it was. It scared me. The word psychic is derived from the Greek word psychikos, excuse me, which means of the mind or mental. I'm already going to say fucked. Just because you couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> Just because you, you couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> okay, let me put my... Yeah, let me, let's see. What does that say? If it's not in Greek letters, it's not Greek. Psychikos, yeah. Psychikos, which means of the mind or mental. What would He says fucked, what do you say? Fact. That is a fact. Oh, of course the psychic dang. would know that I one. forgot you can't read. Tied <laughs> up. That's where the psychics were born. Tied up 1-1. It was in Delphi in Greece. All right, All right tied up 1-1. Mm-hmm. Stage. Oh boy, here we go. In the most common decks of tarot cards, the suits exist. You say tarot? Tarot, excuse me, tarot cards. The suits exist as earth, wind, water, fire, and heart, eventually giving birth to the planetary elements on Captain Planet and the Planeteers, leading to a later debunked belief that its creators, Ted Turner and Barbara Pyle, were involved in the occult. Oh, damn. I just want to say fucked because Captain Planet is involved. Fucked. What do you I say? I don't even know what any of that meant. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was tarot card, and then it was gone. So, I, well, well, both of you were right. Said. It's fucked anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Darius, the phenomenon whereby a thought or mental image brings about a seemingly reflexive or automatic muscular reaction, potentially outside of the awareness, is called ideometer. This response has often been attributed to automatic writing with a Ouija board. Fact or fucked? Once again, the word is ideometer, and it's a reflexive response. Uh, can I, I get the country it. of origin? <laughs> <laughs> Panama. Uh. <laughs> I see what you did there. I think I'm going to go with uh, fact. Marjorie, what do you think? I go with the opposite. It is fact. What? All right, Darius, two fact, yes. tonight. He's a but flipper. Actual, he's an idiot. He's I don't even fl- know how he's beating. He's a flipper. Beating. It's How'd you know? Opposite I was night? actually going to get fucked. I definitely wanted so to So that was the science behind the Ouija board, by the way. Okay, uh, Pat. John Edward McGee Jr., professionally known as John Edward, from Crossing Over with John Edward, yeah, worked as a phlebotomist and ballroom dancing instructor before becoming a renowned physical medium. I'm going to go with facts because I like phlebotomists. Or maybe because Marjorie's been shaking her head <laughs> for the like, last yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely facts. Like, yep. <laughs> I actually used to watch that show all the time. And James Von Prague was an actor. That, this, is, this is everybody had a career before. That is fact. Unbelievable. Okay. Steve, you ready? I'm ready. The monsters or ghosts from the popular 1980s arcade game Pac-Man are nicknamed Icky, Sticky, Hickey, and Goo. Fact or fucked? Fucked. Fucked. I am with him. They are so, fucked. Because Pinky is one of them. It's Blinky, yeah. Pinky, Inky, yeah. and Clyde, actually. <laughs> See? Everyone always forgets Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> Last three, and then we're going to let Marjorie go. All right. We'll start with Marjorie on this one. <clears throat> Interred in nearby cemetery, Zona Hester Shue. Her death in 19... Excuse me, 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband, Edward. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward, found guilty of murder, was sentenced to the state prison, only case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murder. Fact or fuck? What year was this? Uh, 1897. No. Darius? 
I want to say no too. I'm gonna agree with that. That is a fact. Not only is that a wow. fact, but what I just read what? right what I read right there isn't printed on her tombstone. The entire, wow. Thing. Wow. the entire thing I just read is right above her too. That just blew my mind. How did they have exhumation process in the 1800s? Yeah, right. oh, yeah, absolutely. No, they definitely did. Now, I actually read the story, and if you look it up yourself, don't don't believe me. Look it up yourself. I never. I'm have. taking a vote. Do you guys <coughs> believe him? Normally, I don't, I don't no, ever believe him. I, do. I don't lie on these things. Wouldn't he know if he was lying? <laughs> it seems too wild to be true. Yeah, but it's also too clever for him to make up. So. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's probably very true. true. There's a lot in that question there. <laughs> I don't like that you guys hurt me all the time. All the time. <laughs> podcasting is hard. <laughs> Last two. Hashtag podcasting is hard. Pat, you go first. The term ghost dates back from the Greek. to the 12th century. That comes from the related German word geist, meaning spirit. Yes. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> um, hold on, I don't know if I... Okay, back. <laughs> She's given you every answer so far. Except for the first one, and I missed it. It's like she knows. Because <laughs> like, well, I was thinking about poltergeist. You know, to uh, them it's yeah. a bad ghost. Uh, it's a German. Yeah. And, maybe again. I, and maybe I speak Deutsch. <laughs> yeah. Last one, Steve. Good luck to you. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, let's Steve go first. Let Marjorie. Marjorie. Yeah. Okay, okay. you'll let Marjorie answer first. <laughs> Trust me, it's a lot easier if she answers first. <laughs> yeah. you, you just watch me, and then you can say Marjorie. <laughs> the art or process of seeing images claimed to be seen in crystals or crystal balls is known as Claire scrying. Williams. Or scrying, yeah. Fact. Okay. Fact. <laughs> That's it, guys. See, I told you. We are wrapping this up. Huge thank you to Reverend Marjorie. Absolutely. Thank, thank you very much. Guys, great. Thank you so very much great. for coming. That, this was awesome. Um, I had a good time. Is there any, can you plug anything for yourself coming up that we can come and see you here in Pittsburgh? Oh, uh, I'm doing um, the James Street Speakeasy on Wednesday night. It's like a, you know, like a demonstration of mediumship. So that's amazing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's open to anybody. Right? Yeah, everybody. Just, yeah. Huh. Just try it out there. And uh, where can come. we find where can we find you online? Twitter. Um, www.pittsburghmedium.com. Pretty easy. And your Twitter handle? I don't know. <laughs> you actually, I think it's actually PGH <laughs> Medium. PGH Medium. I think it's Well, that's what you tweeted earlier. At least. Yeah, we just yes, looked you up. At PGH Medium. PGH Medium. Guys, yeah. please check her out. Obviously, if you can't tell from this, she was awesome and super accurate and connected yeah, to Yeah, nailed it. Every single one of us here. If you want to find out more about the Weekend Superheroes, you can find us at WeekendSuperheroes.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Weekend Superheroes. Our Twitter handle is WKNDSuperheroes.com. You can find us on iTunes. Minus the dot com on that. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> time. Almost had it. Find us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, I think it's Google Play Music, uh, uh, YouTube, Spreaker, Spreaker Stitcher, Stitcher, all the media outlets. Um, guys, would you, would you like to say goodbye to everyone out there? Yeah. See you later, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Marjorie, <laughs> guys. Goodbye, ladies. There it is. <laughs> goodbye, gentlemen. Peace. And always remember to podcast responsibly. <laughs>